We are live. Hello, hello. Welcome back to, or welcome probably for the first time, to Writer's Code. Oh, we, I've got a bug in my room. We've got to wait. <laughs> you okay? you would be done. Uh, hello, welcome to Writer's Code. I am Zach Adams. I'm a writer of any number of kinds of things. And... I am Levi Milliken. I am in the process of being... I'm an aspiring software engineer, developer, however you want to call it. I'll probably get more specific on that term as we go and move forward, but yeah. So, yeah, that's me. As of right now. So if you missed episode one, the point of this whole thing is that we've been friends for a long time. And just recently he started learning to code and I've noticed a shift in the language that sort of matches um, any number of things that have to do with the writing industry with the um, not even just like nonfiction sort of writing, specifically like writing in general, the act of being a writer. There's very similar terms. So this is sort of a discovery of uh, what what is actually the same about these things that seem very on the surface different, um, which I want to talk about because this is something that I have been uh, focused on a lot recently and sort of the way that I've like developed my own writing education is when I need to like learn something, I read a book. Like that's a, that's a thing. And I don't mean like I read a technical book. I like read, how do I put this? Um, if I need a description of like setting, I will look at like F Scott Fitzgerald way more than I'll look at Hemingway. Right. So I'll like go read F Scott Fitzgerald because I want to get a good description of setting. If I want to get like good dialogue, right? I can go to um, like Chuck Palahniuk writes excellent dialogue. He's the guy who wrote Fight Club, right? So like that really snappy, punchy sort of like it's great. Do you have something like that? Um, as far as like, um, how do you find experts to figure out how they like credible did sources it? of how? things work uh i mean you can go into like the source code and or not source code but you can go into the, the code of pretty much like any website you want so if you wanted to go into apple's website and look at their obviously you can't look at their their background stuff or their like their databases and but you can look at the the javascript and their html and how they they style everything so I think it's not necessarily a person like that and Stack Overflow. And then like there's a few other, but Stack Overflow is probably the most popular to be able to look at what was done on something. Find the structure of something. Yeah. You're not necessarily looking for a reputable person. You're looking for like a a really well-established, a really high functioning like website, something like that. It's more like like what a reputable person writes a book. Yeah. Like you find information on Reddit, you're going to probably go with the one that has the most upvotes, which is very similar to how Stack Overflow works. Is that a website specifically where they're like, here's how you would do this, but for coding? Yeah. Um, if Stack Overflow was down, then people wouldn't be able to do their job. <laughs> but, okay. I mean, it's like, it's legitimately like that. It's uh, like a compendium of knowledge. But again, I'm going to put a disclaimer on this. It's like, I am only going off with what I've experienced myself and what I've heard people talk about is that like, Oh, they made jokes. Oh, stack overflows down. I guess I'm taking a day off the shit, but, um, I mean, that's, it makes hmm. sense. I I mean, they're obviously being funny. I can't think of a single book that necessarily does that. The maybe something like the Western Canon by, um, Harold Bloom is maybe an attempt at trying to like collect the best way that things have been done. I'm sure there are other ones that I'm not remembering, but that's interesting that there's like 
when writers collect stuff, right? I actually have a shelf specifically, like right over there, that half of the shelf is literally like dedicated to writers talking about writing. Right. And so it's like Stephen King's on writing um, a bunch of quotes from Charles Bukowski, who's a really famous poet on writing um, and Lamott's Bird by Bird, which is a really famous book about writing and the, the like. Um, but they're always sort of anecdotal. They're. Um, Stephen King's on writing is almost a biography, like it's almost an autobiography but he talks about learning different parts of writing as that autobiography like goes on. But there's no, there, I haven't seen like a, maybe I have, there's one, there's one over there called like, um, like words by image or something that, that, that is really sort of like that about how to do different kinds of description. That maybe is the only one that I've ever seen. I feel like um, on your side of things, things are much more, I, mean, I hesitate to use the word creative, but like that, that is a good word because you can be very creative in coding. Like there's different ways to do things, but there's not a, there's not a set way like, oh, this is how this works. Like, and if you know the fundamentals of writing, you can break the rules, right? Like there's not a actual. Oh, sure. Yeah. The best example that I have for that is that um, in the last chapter, basically, and it's a huge chapter of Ulysses, which is like considered a masterpiece novel. There's no punctuation. The whole last chapter, there's not a single fucking piece of punctuation. It's all just one giant run on sentence. And it's pages and pages and pages of that. Right. But like he's training to uh, evict a very certain emotion at the end of this thing by doing that. Yeah. So there's like a number of ways to like, which I imagine you can't just be like, Fuck punctuation in this code. I don't care. I just start typing to yeah, yeah. JavaScript. Do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. Like uh, error. <laughs> yeah. So I I mean I guess I see that there there's a subtle distinction, but there's still people that like. But there wouldn't be a uh, okay. So there wouldn't be the way that like the Stack Overflow works or like a lot of these answer answer sites um work with the coding shit is like it, it's exactly like Reddit. Like I said. Is like there wouldn't be if it was just this is how it's done. There wouldn't be like ten different answers, and then this one has the best upvote. There still is like okay, yeah. There there still is like a decent amount of creativity or so this whatever is, you want to call this it. Actually what I was gonna, this. this is actually what I was going to say is that there's not. It's not like you're going to a rule book and opening it and getting the rule, right? No, like no, you're no. going to uh, you're going to a thing. And it's giving you a number of recommendations. And this is like maybe what the difference just in age of our crafts is. When I go, and this is me being immersed in the culture, if I was a brand new writer again, I would have to go somewhere and ask who does great scene description, right? Like who does really good atmospherics? And somebody might say, you know, like if you want atmospherics, like Edgar Allan Poe is great. Or somebody might, you know, come in and say like, uh, Poe is uh, great in a short form sort of like thing where he's creating atmosphere of scene. But if you want atmosphere for a novel, like Emily Bronte's Wuthering Heights is like, you know what I'm saying? And like, then people would sort through those. And then I'd eventually read. I sort of know what I'm going to look for now when I like want a specific tool. I know which author to go look to that for, which you may eventually get to the point where you like have a type of There's thing a, use. I don't know how to phrase I have, that. I have an idea of like what could that could possibly be. Like GitHub is kind of, I don't know how to explain it. it would be, it's been like social media for coding kind of. <laughs> that sounds fucking wild to me. I mean, what? it's not, that's a terrible way to explain it, but that's essentially what it is, is like you have, I wish I could share my screen right now, but um, everyone has their accounts or whatever. And uh, I can throw something up in the middle afterwards. Okay. Okay. So everyone has like, this is where my portfolio would go. I would just link them to my GitHub. Technically. Okay. And then, or, or I give them a link to a project that I worked that went through GitHub. And that's kind of like how everybody does their everything. Like, let's Weird. say, 
I'm working for a company and they're working on a big project. They have a GitHub account and then they have the project that I can pull a copy from and work on it. And then I can like kind of push it back as like a request. This is getting more technical than I was initially. So this is a cloud sort of thing. You see what I'm seeing? Yeah. Yeah, it's a cloud sort of thing. But yeah, it's the same. That could happen if I went to find, if I found someone who was doing the type of work or the type of project that I was currently doing, I could very easily just have them in the back of my head and just go follow their, or just go look at their, their work, you know, look at their portfolio, how they did this, how do they did this, you know? Okay. You can yeah. also do the same thing with like, just directly to a website. You can just pull the, the JavaScript off of it and look at it. But that's, I mean, that's, that's exactly what you're going to know. You're going to, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Like if I want, um, it, it sort of depends if I want like an old school fight scene, Right. If I'm like writing fantasy and I'm in like a high fantasy setting and I want an old school fight scene, I can like go pull an Ari Salvador book off the shelf. Like I know where to go look, which is what you're talking about when you're like, oh, I know this guy codes these kinds of websites. I follow his GitHub. Let me go grab whatever I need from him. Yeah. Or again, it would be Stack Overflow where I could just Google it. So, I mean, I don't know that would be what specifically I would do. Where, where I would go, but. I'm yeah. trying to think of something that I like know in the writing world, something I, I just don't know anything about. I'm terrible with meter. Yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't know what that is. In, it's you care to explain that for it's a poetry thing. Doesn't. It's a poetry thing um, where like iambic pentameter is the meter. It has to do with syllables and long and shorts and all of this. And I, I still don't fucking get it. I don't understand it. I can't write in meter to save my life. Okay. Um, yeah. If I ever do, it's by accident. It's like by sound as it sort of happens in my head. And I like write it out and then I'm like, oh, look, <laughs> whoops, screwed that up. Um, I will not pretend to know poets. The poets that I like don't write in meter very often, right? But like, I know that Shakespeare writes in meter as an example, right? Like, um, but if I don't want to write an iambic pentameter and I, I'm looking for an example of a specific meter, I would still have to go Google that. You know, like if I were like, what? I, I might even have to look up off of the specific thing. I like get an example, which maybe this happens to you. You get a piece of code, you look at it, and you're like, I don't know what they're trying to do with this here. And then I'm guessing there's some way to Google, like, what um, what is this kind yeah. of coding used for? Um, yeah, like, once you understand the basic idea of what's going on, like, there's not, it's not super complicated. There's functions and then there's like ways to interact with arrays and objects and all sorts of shit. But basically all that is, is just a way to do something and then a way to interact with information, like to move around a page or get something to do a certain way or interact with a database or, but like it doesn't. Yeah. So I could, I you can tell exactly what's going on by like the first part of it. Like the, like dot parse, for example, would be, um, pulling something out i think again i don't know for <laughs> sure but i'm pretty sure that's i think it's pulling something out of an okay. array but anyway yeah so like i know a dot parse or i could type that in like dot integer i would or dot string or you know there's like different these different functions so to speak but yeah I, I would see that and i'd be like okay this is what they're trying to do to this and i don't really know what's going on so i would have to like yeah go look i, up, I, like, I could the see thing. the thread yeah. to pull yeah yeah okay yeah. so it is i mean it's pretty similar um and then there are things that writers do, and this is like really famous writers do these things, or like they'll come up in the book. Um, I'm trying to remember who it was. I would have to Google it. I will Google it and I will put a little thing under my thing here because I, I have to give writers credit when they say like good things. Um, and they might not even be a writer, but the they have little sayings about like how to like mess with different parts of the industry or whatever. And there's a there's a like trope sort of thing about like trying to scare new authors away from trying to pursue writing professionally that like it's this horrible, excruciating thing, blah, 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 blah. Don't do it. If you have to. There's a whole poem that Charles Bukowski has about it. Like if you have to force yourself to do it, don't do it. If you have to 
you know, like if it doesn't come screaming out of you, don't do it. Um, but there's a, there's a different saying that has sort of related to that. That's, um, can you eat the shit sandwich? And then they sort of tell this story about, you know, like everything you're ever going to do in, in your life, even the parts of it that you enjoy to the most, like have these shit sandwiches that come with them. And is the good parts of whatever you're doing worth the shit sandwich to you. Right. And so then they talk about like, it's going to take forever to break into the industry. If you do break in at all, you know, like, and then it, but writers have these little quippy sayings that they use, right? Like, can you eat the shit sandwich? Um, Stephen King talks about uh, different things as layers of a toolbox, you know, like knowing how to use a comma and a period is like having a screwdriver, very generically useful. You're going to use that kind of thing in everything you ever write. The same as most of the time you're going to use the screwdriver whenever you work on anything. Right. But like, <coughs> Hey, okay. Shh. You're okay. <laughs> um, Oh, it's a screwdriver. And then there are specialty tools, right? That are like a one-off thing, but he, he talks about it that way. So they all have these weird metaphors that they use for different sorts of things. I imagine that's the same too, right? Like, um, kind of, you mean like gatekeepers? They're, they're kind of gatekeeping in a way, but no, not, not necessarily, necessarily that. that, but like more of like a broad, there, there is like gatekeeping kind of what you oh, mean. It's sure. like partially gatekeeping, but I'm sure kind of, it's but more no, like, um, I meant more like, um, are there, uh, generic, generic writing? Oh, show don't tell. There are these like sayings that writers have when they give advice, especially when they're giving advice to young writers, because I can't tell you how to write. Okay. Like I can't, if you're going to write me an essay, I can go through your essay and I can tell you what's wrong with the essay. But when you just tell me like, I'm going to write an essay, like I can't tell you how to write an essay. You have to do it and then I have to tweak it. Right. I have to tell you how to tweak it. Oh yeah. It's but I can't similar. like tell you how to write an essay. And so yeah. we say these weird things like, show don't tell meaning that as i'm writing the sentence um he was pissed off is much less interesting to read than um he swiped the things off the off of the desk you know you know what i'm saying like this is action but it also tells you he's pissed yeah Right. So that show don't tell. Right. But this is a thing where we have these little quippy sayings where it's like show don't tell or. Um, trying to think of something. I can't remember some of the others, but you guys have to have little sayings like that, too. Right. Um, as far as I know, I mean, I've been listening to like a few podcasts here and there to kind of get into i mean like you're in you're in the writing culture you're in the writing ecosystem like you you are part of that so like that's what i'm trying yeah. to do is like delve myself in yeah to this like you as much to. as dude basically my whole twitter is just following like coders and shit that work yeah. for like the biggest companies that, that say shit so and then and then podcasts but um i came across this one podcast that was like um it was like the creeds of crafts craftsmanship is what they were calling it which i mean it it's more obviously designed for the coding person, but there's a lot of crossover. I feel like, um, and I have a, like a list of some of them here. How convenient okay. is that? Huh? <laughs> but, um, there's things that like, uh, I, again, this isn't like things that I've heard people say a lot. Mainly it's like, um, yes, coding is going to be hard. Oh, you can learn it. No problem in three months. Uh, easy, which you could, but, Probably not. Is it right? like, um, like, of course, Tiger Woods could learn how to golf in three months sort of thing? Uh, it's like the normal person wouldn't be able to. Yeah, sure. Like the normal person would not be able to do this because it requires you to do 50 hours a week of this. So that's how would you would learn in three months? Like, it's not possible. Yeah. And most people are going to learn in like six months to a year. Yeah, they don't have the um, time or the aptitude to learn it that quick. Exactly. Especially if you like, oh, I want to learn coding and you've never coded before. How do you even know you want to learn coding? How do you even know? Yeah. 
but uh anyway so there's like i've of from that podcast they there's a few quotes um one is like uh clear is better than clever which i feel like you were sure maybe that's a crossover with writing and then like reflection is never clear like when you're like thinking back to things um not that one the clarity thing there are like okay. um i've heard that before i heard that in college not said like that, but definitely um, as like a five pillars of good writing, right? Like clarity was one of them. doesn't matter how good the thing you're writing is. Like if people don't understand what you're saying, like it doesn't matter. Right. So like, like you can have the best uh, point yeah. in the world, but if it doesn't, uh, if no one else understands it, it doesn't matter. There's one that uh, they were talking about. It's like, complex doesn't mean complicated okay you know that's yeah so um yeah, it's the same thing with like uh with javascript you'd be like i write a function that i use another function and then another one and then another one is like whereas i could just have two like if this one runs and then this one runs like you don't need these other two. Oh, this okay yeah this definitely comes up it it comes up uh sometimes some writing is just mediocre, right? The story is good. It's fine. It's, you know, like I have plenty of books where the writing is mediocre. The actual like sentence by sentence, the writing is mediocre. And I don't think those are bad books, right? Like, but then there are people like, uh, I wrote this essay in college about in King Lear, there's a messenger that comes up. And I have this theory that Shakespeare often talks to himself in his writing, which he does like, uh, especially in things like the sonnets. But he calls this messenger whose name is just messenger. And Shakespeare like almost never has unnamed characters. Like, there's never like man three, like in a Shakespeare play with lines. Right. Because there were so few actors. Right. Like they, they had to keep the same people on the stage. You had like 12 people in a play. Like, um, so he hated having to use unnamed characters and there's this messenger that delivers a note and he calls the messenger a useless note. But he also, the king is talking about the note as the thing. And so it's, it's one of those things where it's like, um, yeah, if you can do, there's this idea that doing with less, doing the same with less is better in writing. Yeah. It's exactly it's the trimming the fat kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, trim it's exactly the same in coding too. It's called That's um it's called maybe is that an efficiency thing? Yeah, and it's just easier to read. Like why why have it twice as long as it needs to be? I mean, I mean it's probably more for efficiency than it is for um uh like understanding as far as like a story goes, but yeah, it's like it's called refactor, refactoring. It's like shorten down your code where it's precise it does what it needs to do but it's not you're not complicating it for no reason see that's funny it's funny to me that because your audience we've talked about this before your audience is a computer right yeah and so like your aim there is to save your own time a little bit but also what you're doing is like making it easier for the computer to understand what you said right and other people too because you're not going to be the only one looking at it. yeah it's also yeah yeah what's weird is that in writing the audience gets bored. If you put in too much, it of does this, take like, longer. Uh huh. It does take longer for the. Um, you ever had like a slow web page? You know, that's probably what it was. Is like it's fucked up. Like it's complicated where it doesn't need to be complicated. It's like let's call it DOM manipulation. It's like editing the files on the page through javascript and the okay. more times that that is done the slower the page gets so if you can huh. if you can do that the least amount of times as possible then the website then the website will be faster yeah part of the speed thing right because your computer's reading also, the thing yeah that's so sort the, of what the it boredom is. thing is kind of ties into it yeah 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 wild wild that that's true that that like rule is not just not just that we have a similar rule, but like the reason is almost the same. Yeah. Um, 
What are more? I want. I want to see if I have more like one to one correlates on this. Um. Uh, another one would be like, don't check errors. Handle them. Handle them gracefully. Like, don't freak out when your shits. I mean, you were talking to me about this the other day. You're like, dude, I would write one day and then I come back the next day and I'd go back and I'd be like, what is going on? I mean, I don't know how often that happens, but you you mentioned that. So this is this is sort of a thing Um, in writing. They talk about the internal critic. If you're editing as you're writing, I'll edit at the beginning of the day and then jump into writing. Right. If I'm editing as I'm writing, my word count goes into the toilet. Right. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. I think my best writing day ever was like 12,000 words. I literally wrote all day. You have no idea, but that's like I crushed that day. That's sort of a that's sort of a big like seriously, I dominated that day. But I was writing a book in 16 days and I need to be writing about 6,000 words a day anyways. And I was already behind and I just had a really good day where I wrote like twice as much as I was supposed to. But my, my average writing day is 2,000 words. is not ridiculous. And if you have an 80,000 word book, which is a first novel sort of like average that's writing a book in 40 days. That's still really good, right? Like if you're writing 2000 words a day. Um, so let's say my average is about 2000 words a day. Like right now, if I'm editing as I'm writing 500, like it is a quarter of the, like, is that what you're talking about? Um, it's similar. Yeah. Like if, um, like an error would be, oh, this doesn't work correctly. And then it snowballs. I mean, maybe like more of like a plot would for you. Like you were talking about characters with like that don't really go with the story later. I mean, that that would be, I think, more what I would be talking about is um, uh, don't like your errors are now just ruined the rest of your project. You need to fix this error. Don't freak out and then start deleting shit that doesn't that you don't need to don't like remove this and this and this and then like oh, because it gets is, very yeah. it gets You're very right, it frust- is a plot thing it's the same thing it gets very frustrating especially when like you can't figure it out and you have to like for me personally like when you when i have to i can't figure it out and i have to google it and i just don't know what's going on i'm like dude i just delete this i don't even need this in here but it's kind of necessary you know like um this is funny cuz i've had this once before where i actually like Something happened. I had made an adaptation to something in between like one stage of my plotting and actually writing the book. I'd made a a change, like a pretty major change. And I got, I didn't recognize it as I was doing the plot. So then I was going through and doing the writing and I got to this point and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. This literally like can't happen. Like the part that I, and if it doesn't happen, it changes any number of things like down the line from the book. So now I have to solve this problem without this thing I was going to use to solve it because this can't happen anymore. So what do I, and then, and then I'm fucking stuck. The funny thing is, do you remember I said that like writers have all these like quippy sort of like answers for these things? Margaret Atwood talked about writer's block at one point in time, which this is when people talk about writer's block. Like that's one of these things like, oh, I'm stuck. I don't know how to solve this problem. This is one of the ways people talk about writer's block. Margaret Atwood said when she gets writer's block like this, what she does is she gets up and she leaves her house and she starts walking away from her house. And she's not allowed to turn around and go home until she's figured out how she's going to solve the problem. She said she's ended up miles from her house before. Which is either just a really good story, right? Like, or serious fucking dedication to, to like this thing. So, so there is the same sort of problem. I don't know if we have a like cool saying for it though. I these are again these are like sayings that some guy in coding came up. These aren't like that. If you asked a coder, they probably wouldn't know these this things. An but they make sense, sort of thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. But they make sense on both sides. Um, yeah, I've got a few more here that we can. Um, again, a lot of these are. A lot of these are more designed for for coding. Like with an unsafe package, there is no guarantees. I, I honestly, I don't even that know what that means. I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of funny. Dirty. I'm just kind of funny. Dirty. 
Um, yeah. I would never want to handle an unsafe package either. <laughs> uh, documentation is for users. Again, I don't know. Design the architect, name the components, document the details. That's more like specifics. Oh, um, that sounds interesting. So okay. tell me if this, tell me if this uh, like rings to what you just said. In writing, there are things you want to be very explicit about. And then there are things you want to leave vague. So, um, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. Is that is that sort of what that is? <laughs> well, uh, I I would assume so. Yeah, because like in JavaScript, there are you declare variables. Some are the way that you the way that you declare them. That is like the first thing you write most of the time is variables at the beginning. And the way that you write them, if you if you write them as like. Uh, like you, you would use the word let or variable. It can be changed if you use the word const, like constants constant or const. It can't be changed. So that way, it lets whoever's reading it or whoever's using it know that when they go in, these cannot be changed and these are meant to be changed. What's the result but, on the back end of that? Um, const would be more like um, time. Like the time does not change. Okay. Whereas a variable would be how many users do we have or, or something like that, you know, or. So it's a little like count, similar, maybe like the count of something or. I don't know if this is exactly similar, but it's a little similar. Um, J.D. Salinger talked about when he wrote Catcher in the Rye, which was written just after World War Two, hugely popular. Seriously, it's like hundreds of thousands of copies of Catcher in the Rye are still sold today hugely popular libraries are still regularly out of catcher in the rye every catcher in the rye like once every year or year or two or so love that book he intentionally does not describe what the main character looks like he gives you like three sort of like very vague details about it and then you fill in the rest Right. Um, th- that's, that's very, that could be similar. Cause like what you were talking about with the, the tables is I, I looked at it and it talks about like bullions and numbers and things like that. But that's exactly what, uh, JavaScript does too. Is like, you can set a variable or something like a person as a Boolean, a string or an integer. And then based on that, you would know kind of what you would be using it for. Like a Boolean is a true or false. Like are you over 30? Or are you a woman? Yes. Well, obviously not. Yes and no. Or if it, and, <laughs> yeah. or it would, you would get, you would get the back the true very, or like a string is generally used for, hi, my name is, when you log in, hi, my name is Zach. Or hi, it wouldn't be, you'd be like, hi, Zach, welcome back type shit. But that, yeah. that would be the string. And then like the, like an integer would be more obviously like a number that would plug in to go everywhere. But so on the website, yeah. the, like the fact that, um, you could, okay, so this is maybe the example that I'll use. We're going to stick with J.D. Salinger. He could describe a city, and you would fill in the details on what that city was like. But he doesn't describe a city, he describes New York City. And it has, like, a very it's specific thing. And so, like, the parts that you're saying are that are like, hi, welcome back, you want those defined. The Zach is a variable, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The okay. Zach would be a string. It wouldn't be hi so true. What was the saying back. again? Uh design the architect or architecture, name the components, document the details. Yeah, this sort of is. Like, but from a conceptual level, this doesn't happen. Is that a planning yeah. step? Again, this is probably not something that any coder would know, but these make sense. These are like sayings that make sense. They seem super helpful. Uh, Yeah, and if you would know them, they would be obviously more... uh, But it's not a... Yeah, I would would say that it's a step. Like, design the architecture when I make a rough draft. I'm like, this is is what the web page contains. This is exactly when I would plan that kind of stuff. If I wanted... If I wanted you to envision the main character, I would intentionally be like, okay, well, I'm only going to describe X, Y, and Z then. I'm not going to, you know, like hair color, totally up to you. Eye color, totally up to you. I might give you, you know, that like the the main character was gangly or something like that. So I might describe that. I might describe because of the gangliness, they're a little clumsy and they're always bumping into things as if they hadn't gotten used to their size. 
And then I might give like, uh, they wear a leather jacket that's obviously old and obviously a little too small for them. So maybe, you know, like it was an uncle's that they respected or something like that. Right. So that gives you a little bit of character there too, but that's it. So like you in your head, you have this gangly sort of tallish person, but the eye color is yours. Like if they have a beard or not is yours, like all of that, you create that physical detail in your head. Now I planned that beforehand. Right. What do I want you to know and what do I want you to imagine? Okay. And that's a strategic choice from an author, which I think what this thing is saying is make that strategic choice as a coder beforehand too, right? Sort of saying like I mean you're not gonna know it's impossible to envision exactly well, I mean you probably could. Envision exactly what it's gonna look like before you do it. I mean, there's you're gonna do it on the way. Like the way through you have an idea, sure, yeah. like colors here, this, logos, but what is it exactly gonna look like? Again, it, it, you might be able to do it like exactly, but you're gonna do things on the way. You're gonna change this and this and this. But it's not gonna be an exact thing. You're like architecture, design the details thing sort of plays into your planning on like, oh yeah, I need to make sure that I set this and this and this. And then I'm gonna need to know these sorts of detail things. So, okay, yeah. it's like a planning And then step. document the details, so, yeah, basically. All right, let's do one more. I'm fucking loving easy. this. Oh, I got, I got two. I just want to go through them real quick. Okay. I, I got one. I'm not really sure what it means. Maybe you can enlighten me here. It says, concurrency is not parallelism. <laughs> what? That, that's what I was Googling before, those words, and then, like, the, the idea of that and a fucking... New, but whatever. Right. No idea. Anyway, so move means. on. No, I have no idea. We can come back to that. Next episode, we'll come back to that. Um, there was one more. Let me... Let me find it. There was a good one. Um, damn it. Okay, hold on. I lost it. Just a second. Okay, I'm going to cut back in when you find it. Okay. Oh, right here. Don't communicate by sharing memory. This is a really good one. <laughs> Don't communicate by sharing memory. Share memory by communicating. Boom. There you go. I feel like that goes to show, don't tell. Yeah. I yeah. wish I would have read that before you, you said that. I would have been like, oh, yeah, it's perfect. But yeah. I really feel, uh, yeah, I feel like that one goes to show, don't tell. Um, the, uh, how, do, how do I put it? Um, so you go specifically with that. The like blue aprons reminded him of his mother is a much worse, like, let's imagine the mom's dead, right? And this dude like goes to this school and because he wants to be a chef and at this school, they all have blue aprons and his mom always cooked with a blue apron, right? It's a much better sort of like emotional impact to like not say the blue aprons reminded him of his mother, but have the description of the blue aprons be followed by like a, a single tear forming in the corner of his eye or something like that before he swallowed the knot in his throat and he gets to work. Like, that's a much more... You see what I'm saying? Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it has to do with memory, like, specifically. I'm just yeah, showing yeah. you the memory. I'm not telling you about the memory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I feel I like I don't this, know what the hell that means with coding. I don't I'm know either. I was hoping you would, like... <laughs> you would have something. Are you sharing memory, share memory by communicating? I don't know. That just sounds like... That just sounds like... Uh, more of a writing thing, but it's on here, so it must have something to do with coding. I'm sure I'll we'll sure we'll come back to that and I'll can elaborate, but yeah. I think it's I it's wild to me. Maybe this is just true of every industry, and I've just been so like involved in writing. But I I don't think it is. I think that there are quippy things about every industry, but you may like notice Maybe this is just because we've like gone to like draw corollaries to things. If I'm trying to relate to somebody, right, it's so much easier for me to make that connection by like sharing an experience with them rather than telling them telling them about myself. Right. So this is another thing. Like, let me show you who I am as a person, not tell you. By sharing memory. Yeah. Okay. Right. So yeah, uh, I, th- I find it that it's interesting. Um, 
I've always maybe put writing on a bit of a pedestal because it's such a like direct form of communication. It's very clearly an emotional storytelling sort of like thing. And so uh, writers often do this where they like, um, we find out who we really are by reading, you know, like those sorts of things like where we're like, and to some degree, it's sort of true. Like I've experienced more people of vast, varied backgrounds through books than I ever have in person. And those aren't whole people. They're not like real people, you know, but that's still an experience of a person, like in my opinion. Um, and so I understand why we have these like sayings, because if I'm going to create a real character, right, like I have to show you, not tell you, which is just a form of communicating who you are. I'm communicating yeah. who a character is, but like that works for sales too. I was going to say, yeah, the other, the other thing that I could think of was sales. Sales is the same. There's so much psychology that goes into sales, the understanding it's manipulating is what it is. Like you say something a certain yeah. way and you get them to act a certain way. Not, yeah. not like not in a manipulative, take advantage of them sort of way, but like, that's exactly what it is. Like you say things in a certain way to get them in to act in a way they wouldn't have acted. Without your influence. Yeah. Without you. Yeah. Not necessarily that the way that they're acting is even bad for them. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Getting like somebody they wanted to, to buy a car anyway, but instead of buying, they're buying this car today instead of buying another car from somebody else. Or, you know, so I, I think about like a personal trainer who gets somebody to start working out like through an ad. Yes. Right. Like or the ad has my influenced product. your behavior. Yeah. Right. Like, which I always think of sales now people as were... car people, but like, that's just kind of the stigma. But yeah, it's the same thing. It's, um, um, People who get yeah. people to start investing and saving for their retirement through an ad, like something you should mm -hmm. be doing. Thank God Insurance that ad works. Salesmen's, yeah, solar, yeah. solar yeah. salesmen's. Yeah, like, will it be beneficial for you long term to get solar? Obviously, those are things that you need to weigh out yourself. But yeah, probably. In a lot of and then all I have to do is communicate that to you, and mm -hmm. we're good to go. Yeah. Not um, only do you get solar for the rest of life. <laughs> you get a free roof because the solar company will pay for your roof. If it's a shitty roof. They're not going to put solar on it. So you get a, you get a roof by not paying more to the roofing company. You get a roof at whatever it costs to fix the roof. Yeah. I don't know that. Good, Wild. Good, good shit. Yeah. That's a huge selling point by the way. But anyway, I've just been sold that's, on that's a solar talking. roof now. That's, <laughs> that's thanks. That's a, you have a business card. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I think it's interesting that coding has these things because I don't think we think about coding as like a interpersonal like industry. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I've been in the hospitality for a long time and I like, don't think that it is. I think there's more similarities between coding and writing than there is between communication. Writing well, is a okay, communication. Depends, depends on the communication hospitality not so much hospitality sucks in my opinion again this is totally okay. a bias towards me because i was in it for a long time and just the the nice the niceness to uh, me isn't communication that's not communication yeah i don't i don't really think so either people call it a customer service voice that's yeah. not real most it's, people when they hear bullshit. that voice as a client they cringe mm -hmm. right like yeah yeah um so there are certain parts of communication. I think you nailed it with sales is probably the closest one to, to actual communication. You're understanding a lot more because it's, yeah, but I think it's more because it's like results based. The fact that there are these things in coding, there are these sayings, there are these like shorthand ways to talk about how to do things well. Right. And they reflect so closely with writing, which is 100% communication, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah. I find that very interesting. It, it leads me to believe that coding is much more communication than I originally would have thought. Me too. Yeah, I didn't think that coding is... Uh, well, I think that's what it is because you'll be working with people too. I mean, that adds like another, like a, another variable, not necessarily what we're talking about. But yeah, you're... 
you need to communicate in a way that not only does the system understand it, that the people reading it also understand it. You need to make it not complicated for both, right? Not overly complicated so both can't understand. Yeah. Which yeah. is the same okay. thing. Like, so like another writer could understand, so you can understand, and then oh, obviously, yeah. so your audience could understand. Um, what is the one? It's another one by um, James Joyce. Not Ulysses. Mm, there's a book written by James Joyce. Uh, Finning his wake. Finning his wake is unreadable. It doesn't make any sense. Really cool to read Finnegan's Wake as a writer because he does a bunch of really super interesting writerly things. But I think that's what you're talking about. Like, it's not a book meant to be just read. It's not Harry Potter, right? Like, and I bet there are a lot of really cool things you could do with coding that you could like. A coder might look at it and go, yeah, that's totally cool. Not functional at all. Like, which means that's it's a not lot good of what- code. Right, that's like, like a lot of what these. Um, I hear these fuckers talk about this on these podcasts. Is like they have obviously been doing this for like seven plus years, ten plus years, and the things <laughs> that they say, like, "Oh, this wouldn't work with this," or "This is why this doesn't work," or "This." Does anyone actually need to know what they're talking about? No, absolutely not. the The things they're talking about are so nuanced and so like specific that another coder would find it amazing that you know that and that this doesn't work with this yeah. and this and these are the air like dude it doesn't matter like for 99.9 percent of cases that doesn't matter. but i think yeah that's kind of what you're yeah uh, yeah maybe so that's the yeah the the i hadn't even thought of that but there's communicating the computer for a writer is another writer the computer might get it but when you try right, and give yeah, it yeah. to an average reader, it's just a mess. Like, why would you ever no do idea. it this way? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, I look at things sometimes. I'm like, dude, why was I not taught this way? This is so much easier. Did you like condensing yeah. these three? Well, I would call them paragraphs. I don't know. There's probably a better word, but these three paragraphs of code down to one. And it works yeah. exactly the same way and it's faster and it's quicker and it just looks better. This like, what JK Rowling gets a lot of shit um, for any number of things, right? There are a bunch of plot holes about her political takes. JK Rowling is really unpopular, but I do have to say that JK Rowling's writing from, from page to page is some of the simplest to read, right? Like it is very, she's telling a, a, a great story in any number of ways. Obviously it's a great story. I'm going to use results-based analysis for this. She doesn't sell millions upon millions of copies unless it's a good story, right? Like people seem to enjoy this story. Obviously that's one metric to measure it as good. Um, it's not complicated at all. It is some of the simplest writing other than the words that she's making up like Horcrux and the spells, right? Like it's almost like kindergarten language. And yet she captures so much of this world in this thing. I think that's what you're meaning is that she's like another writer would pick this thing up in order to get the same results. Those books would be massively thick because they try and overdo it. And she does it so simply. There's a joke too that uh, like a lot, I see a lot of these guys make about junior developers, which is like the role, like the position that I would be in going into like very first coding uh, job or whatever. When you get your first job. Yeah. They, they're like, oh, a junior coder. Uh, and then they like show a meme of somebody that's like doing a bunch of, but basically like when you click on a button, it has this animation that comes in and the screen changes and does all this different shit. And it's like, why just go to the next page, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just. That's actually really funny. That that's a junior coder thing. Cause there's a, I did a video a few weeks ago about like writer stages and one of the things that uh, often writers are go through is where they want to be seen as clever. Look at all of mm-hmm. these cool things I can do with writing. And they put it in there and it's just the cringiest shit to read because it's like the story's bad. The characters aren't good. The characters aren't developed like, and you can tell as you're reading it, it's all of that flashy shit on the screen. And it's like, man, just get me to the next page. <laughs> like yeah. just stop. Yeah. I, I stop with all this. Just tell me a story. Stop trying to make me think of you as a writer as clever and tell me a good story. I don't need, 
I don't oh. need my pace to turn upside down and then transition sideways, dude. Like I'm good. Just yeah, think. just next. Like <laughs> this is point yeah. one seconds of my day. I don't need it to be all of this extra stuff. Like yeah, I get it. That's crazy that that's that's yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's pretty much all I got for. Um, I mean, there's a few others that we probably could do. Don't um, panic. That's a good one. Does it say don't panic? Yeah, don't panic. On there. Is it in all caps? No, it's at the bottom though, with a period. But yeah, it doesn't it's, have an exclamation it's meant to point. Be, no, it's meant to be. It's meant to be the last one. Like, remember this shit. Oh, no exclamation part. No, this is just a. This is this is simple coding shit. We're not putting flashy. <laughs> Huge missed opportunity there. Yeah. Uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is a book in a book and on the book on the cover in big bold letters it says don't panic with an exclamation point like that's the that's oh, what the okay. cover of the book is. Okay. It's also like a computery sci-fi book so I thought maybe they were making a Hitchhiker's Guide joke but they might be. It would be in all caps and there would be an exclamation point. Dude. <laughs> that's why I asked those two questions. Damn. Oh, okay I got you. It needs to be in all caps and be an exclamation point for it to be a Hitchhiker's joke. All right. Well, uh, there. Do you know which ones we still need answers on for next week? Because I do want the yes. Concurrency is not yeah. parallelism. Yeah. Yep. I feel like that concurrency could go both ways. is not parallelism. Parallelism. Yeah. I'm I feel like I have one. an idea of what that means, but I want the right answer. Yes, I mean I looked it up, so I have kind of like an idea, but we'll we'll get the exact. Uh, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll do it we'll next week. It out for next week, yeah, yeah, we'll do it next week. Um, next week I want to talk about how you practice, like how you actually practice practice coding. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about next week. Oh, okay, okay. Not the process you use. We so we talked about process a little bit, but like. How do you do practice and analysis? Uh, we'll talk about challenges. it next week. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. We'll talk about okay. it next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, everybody else, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we will see you guys next week. If you want, are you posting on socials right now? I've got your Instagram up there, but I didn't know if you were. I, I'm not, no. But uh, yeah. We're... You can go follow him if you... Uh, it will. It will soon. Yeah, we'll pop yeah. up. And then my stuff is here. I'm going to be getting back in doing stuff on TikTok. I want to do more. I want to do more of these quippy sort of like guide things. Yeah, these are good. I'm actually, I could probably find a few more. I mean, I, you know, I listen to these podcasts. I can find all sorts of cool shit like that. Cool shit. That yeah. I think there's cross crossover. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm getting out of here. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.